Welcome to the Content Amplified Podcast, brought to you by Masset. Our goal is to help you get more from your marketing content. Each episode is a 10 to 15 minute interview with industry experts that share amazing insights to help you squeeze as much juice from your content as you possibly can. Here's today's interview. Welcome back to another episode of the Content Amplified Podcast. We're so excited to have everyone here today. I am joined by Angela. Thank you, Angela, for being on the show. Thanks for having me. You bet. Angela, why don't you take a minute and introduce yourself to all the listeners and kind of talk about your background, Um, especially for today's subject. I feel like your background is really, really relevant to the topic and uh, can kind of dive in. Make sure you mention your collegiate sports because that's super cool and I'm super jealous of that. Um, But uh, yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, thank you so much, Ben. Well, um, so as you mentioned, I was a student athlete in college and I was a coxswain on the rowing team. And throughout that time, it was really some of the most transformative years of my life. And I knew that I loved being in a team atmosphere, having one goal, one team, working together. So those were all things that I wanted to look for um, in my next step in my career. So as a marketer, agency life, it just lended itself really naturally to having this team of different specialists who all have a role to play in reaching a goal. And so I kind of set my sights on agency life and that's what I did for, gosh, I don't know, six, seven years, something like that. Um, and I kind of played different, some different roles within that, within that game. I did client service. So an account coordinator, account executive, and kind of on that account service side and taking care of clients, being that liaison between the creative team and of course, you know, the account team and and making sure that the client is, is getting what they want. And that was where I got my start. And then from there, I was really feeling hungry to take on more of the creative work, but you know, in that role, that's someone else's job. So rather than going straight to the creative team, I took a leap and joined the the PR team at um, the agency I was at at the time. And that was a really great fit. So I got to do more writing. I got to take on social media execution responsibilities. And that felt like the next right step for me. Um, over time, you know, life happened, COVID happened, my family grew and I had the opportunity to stay home with my little ones when they were little. And that was amazing. And I just kind of got bit by that hunger or I had that hunger again to kind of get back out there creatively and ultimately found myself with an amazing startup called Strong DM. And it's in the cybersecurity space, which is really become kind of like a vocation. Like it's something a little bit more meaningful to me than just another job because, you know, it feels like we're doing some some real good in the world and making a change that's desperately needed with with the way that technology is is going and how quickly it's changing. So really happy to be in this space. It's a wonderful people first organization and I am the content manager um, working on a team of about five or six, I think now. And yeah, it's it's been amazing being in the startup world. Love it. Love it. As someone who's spent plenty of time in the startup world, I definitely appreciate that. And also as someone in the agency world, I appreciate it. Yeah. So the subject for today that we're going to dive into, and I love this, is when you're looking at content marketing, there are some avenues that you can take um, for marketing content. Um, you can look at the agency side of things, and you can look at producing that in-house. 
Um, so specifically today, we're going to talk about some of the pros and cons of both of those avenues. Now, obviously, there's some freelance and other contractors and stuff like that, but we're going to focus primarily on content creation in-house versus agency. Um, understanding what the motivation is behind um, those different avenues and pros and cons, things of that nature, and really kind of give you insights. I think it's really interesting for two different audiences. One is if you're looking to say, hey, should I go into the agency life or startup life or you know bigger business? Hopefully be some insights here today to help you understand the difference. And then on the other side, if I am producing content, what are my options and what are some of the pros and cons and what should I really consider that I may not have thought of before? Diving in, Angela, what are your initial thoughts when it comes to the difference between content creation in-house versus an agency since you've seen both sides of that coin? Yeah. And there's no right or wrong answer here. I think there are definitely different approaches that work better for different people at different points in their careers. And for me, getting that early exposure to the agency life was really beneficial. I can't tell you how many times I've met with hiring managers on the brand side when I was going through the interview process who said, well, if you've been in an agency, we love hiring agency marketers because they can do anything. And I think I think there's some truth to that. Like once you've lived at that pace and you've balanced five or six or gosh, I hope not 10 clients at one time, like you kind of led to earlier, there are processes in place that you learn that make you more efficient and more well-rounded. You have a lot of exposure to specialists within marketing. So there are people who dedicate their whole careers to being copywriters, designers, developers, um, the QA, even down to the editors and the QA folks or the people specifically oriented towards strategy. Like there is benefit in kind of going deep on the marketing side and getting exposure to people who have really honed their crafts. Um, so that was, that was an awesome experience. And also just getting to see how different businesses operate, what their focus is on and kind of what's important to them, that all varies. And that's all good experience to have, especially early on in your marketing career before you dive into one specific area um, and have one product and kind of become your own client. But I will say, if I had to choose, I, I think the startup space specifically, for me being an in-house content marketer, there's just nothing better. I have really been enjoying this role and all of the challenges that come with it. And just being able to kind of wear those different hats and be empowered to be my own art director and be my own copywriter. And, you know, of course, all of this has to go through the other leaders on the marketing team. But there's really an absence of red tape and time constraints to some degree that you experience a lot on the agency side. And I think there's value in being able to ideate and create and share something that you're so close to. Like, I know this product. I know our audience. Like, there are, there, I kind of can get rid of the guesswork on that side and really focus on developing those relationships with the engineers and the subject matter experts on my team rather than kind of relying on the polished side of agency life to make it all look good. I think that's, that's, that's the difference for me. I think that's where I like to be. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And, and I, I used to say the in-house marketer was the one like you have to be really comfortable wearing a lot of different hats. And uh, if you enjoy that, if you like variety in your job, startup life is awesome. Yeah. Now, the agency side, though, has a lot of hats as well. Yeah. Just those hats are different companies that you're working with, not necessarily responsibilities inside your own business. Totally. And so it's just kind of the different hats that you like to wear. 
regardless if you're in marketing, like if this is news to you, I'm so sorry, but like you have to wear a lot of hats. It doesn't matter what your title is. You're always coming up against a new challenge or something like that. Um, marketers, we just juggle a lot of balls and that's, that's totally okay. And like, that's the appeal of being a marketer. Um, so hopefully no one is surprised with that. And I, hopefully no one's dreams are shattered, but, uh, that's kind of the reality of it. Um, so when it comes to looking at the two different avenues, when it, when you look at content creation, there's kind of this level of how close to the goals that you can be. Um, what are some of the differences you've seen in your career where, you know, the content is kind of created with different goal sets in mind, depending on the avenue that it's created, you know, the in-house versus agency, you mentioned a little more polished earlier on, but what are some, some of those differences when it comes to like the goals and outcomes? Well, I can only speak to my own experience, but in my experience, being a content manager at a startup, the focus is sometimes placed on what we call the MVP, the minimum viable product. That is where a lot of my energy goes to these days. And I've had to break a lot of wonderful habits that the agency world instilled in me in making everything perfect. So there's value in creating perfect deliberals, perfect collateral, perfectly designed, perfectly, you know, all the accents in the right places for the video, like there's value there. And we love working with agencies that have that level of detail and expertise. However, when you're in-house, you have to move. My my performance is more closely tied to my productivity than it is my perfectionism. So a lot of the times one of my mentors will tell me like, what's the MVP? And it kind of reorients me to this new world where my focus is generating pipeline and building revenue. And the questions I'm asking myself with this piece of content, not, you know, is this going to perform well on social? Okay, it can perform well, that's great. But what is this actually going to do for us? Like it's kind of taking it almost a step further. And because we can go that additional mile, because we have easy access to our own engineers, our own subject matter experts, our own, um, you know, customers even, because they're, they're at a closer range than you are when you have an intermediary um, between you and your customers. I, I think that that's, that all plays a part in that um, for sure. Does that, does that kind of answer yeah. your question? Yeah, absolutely. And just to kind of put my two cents into the mix, one thing that I noticed, and I think it rings true 100%, is in the startup life, it's about how quickly can you learn? You know, yeah. how quickly can you discover yeah. what sits, what doesn't sit? Um, we talked about this a few episodes ago, but content market fit, much yeah. like product market fit. Does this resonate with my audience? Do they care about this? Are they, are, is this helping them in the sales funnel? Is this helping them high up in the funnel for brand awareness? And I think one really cool opportunity if you're looking for that kind of content, an agency is probably not the right fit. The in-house resources, the ability to rapidly innovate, the ability to track things really close to the, the end goals and getting feedback from the different departments and input, all that kind of stuff, it just really can only happen really, really well if you're in-house. Now, what I've found to be successful when you partner with an agency on that side is when you start to find a couple of those points that stick, mm-hmm. you're doing that rapid innovation and something takes hold. Yeah. That's when you can say, okay, cool, let's go create a pillar piece of content through an agency so I can keep iterating. Mm-hmm. But hey, agency, hey, I want a video and here's all of the points that I've learned. 
and this is what I know, so you'll be successful. You go take your month or two to create one piece of content. And I'll have created three dozen in the meantime, going on to the next one, but help us create a pillar. And we're going to create and kind of get to the other point. That's that's one distinction I have. Is that something you've seen, Angela? Absolutely. It's It's just a different pace. Like I've said this before, but Working in a startup, your time is measured, it's measured in dog years. Like one year at a startup feels more like four. Like when you are all in on one product, on one ICP, on one, you know, go-to-market strategy, you can move at a tremendous pace compared to if you're not in that environment. And I think that just also the separation of, of duties can also kind of play into this because there's value in like I said, having, you know, designated copywriters, designated content strategists, designated social media managers, but there's also value in knowing your audience well enough to know when to pivot and being closer to those strategic initiatives makes that pace manageable. It makes that pace something that you can keep up with. And there's just no slowing down in a startup. Like there's not time. Like you are on, you are literally on the clock with runway like you have to make this work so it's just been a very invigorating experience i think there's less time to test the theories and more time to get out there and actually see what works yep absolutely action oriented that's 100 percent the value in the startup well thank you so much for the time like i warned you this goes by really really quick these episodes yeah. are fast but hopefully this was helpful for everyone listening to understand the differences of when should I use an agency? What does it look like to do it in-house? What are some of my objectives? How can I be more effective? How can I get the most out of an agency? When? All that kind of stuff. And even potentially, which lifestyle is right for me? And uh, where should I go for my marketing career? So thank you so much for all the wonderful insights, Angela. This is awesome. If anyone wants to continue the conversation, they want to talk about rowing or anything at all, how can they reach out, get a hold of you, and connect with you online? Yeah, absolutely. I, I have been very blessed to have a lot of wonderful mentors throughout my career, and I think it's time for me to start paying that forward. So if anyone has questions or you know wants to learn more or just really whatever you need, just be in my um, my LinkedIn inbox, and I will try and get back to you. Awesome. Love it. We'll also link to Angela's profile um, in the show notes uh, as well. So if you're looking to connect with her, that'll be great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for the time today, Angela, and uh, appreciate it. Thank you, Ben. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Content Amplified podcast. Please subscribe and leave us a review. And for additional ways to get more out of your content, visit our website at getmasset.com. That's getmasset.com. And tune in next time to the Content Amplified Podcast.